Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, Start Today, this is Jackson, and I just wanted to say how much I appreciate y'all showing up in the community. I love seeing photos and videos of you taking on every day and striving for more. It's really incredible to be able to witness your journeys and be able to cheer you on. If you have photos or videos of you or a friend getting out there and striving for greatness, please share them with me. You can use the hashtag StartTodayJournal, or you can just DM the Start Today Instagram account directly. The photos that you share don't have to have anything to do with the journal, just anything that you're working to achieve, we'd love to see. Your stories are inspiring, and I'd love to share them with the rest of the community. That's hashtag StartTodayJournal, or you can just DM the account directly. Hi, it's Rachel Hollis, and this is the Start Today podcast. The Start Today community are people from every walk of life all around the world, but we all have one important thing in common. We're all trying to become a better version of ourselves. This is a community of dreamers and doers. This is a cohort of learners and leaders. This is a space where we celebrate trying again, learning from failure, and rooting each other on. We believe that when you start each day with gratitude and intention, you can produce incredible results. Start today this way. Guys, welcome back to Start Today episode eight. Sure. Look at us go. <laughs> All right, four weeks. Crushing it, killing it. Jack is now checking to make sure that I yeah, didn't yeah. just make that up. But I feel like we're we're moving we quite be along. There. We've honestly taped these out of order, if you can't tell. Like last week's episode was definitely something that happened in the summer. We never really know exactly where we are. We'll be like, what do we feel like today? Never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. We're like, we're feeling we're feeling fun. So we'll do a Friday episode for you. There's really no rhyme or reason. But this episode will actually air during a week that aligns with a podcast I did over on RHP that is literally for you guys. I mean, everything I do is for you guys. Everything I do. Oh, no, nobody wants to hear me sing Brian Adams, except for me. Oh, the little thing didn't make oh, any here. sound. Oh, okay, well. We've missed it. They don't want to hear my sound effects <laughs> or my singing voice. But this episode in particular is so important for the Start Today community. It aired on, I think it'll be Tuesday of the week that this comes out. And it was called How to Pursue Your Daydream Without Quitting Your Day Job. I made this podcast episode because so many people this year have asked some version of that question. Women come up to me at the airport. They have stood in line to ask me after podcast tour, and they want to know how they can pursue this goal or this dream, this idea that they have in their heart, but also pay their bills. They're like, should I go all in and should I quit my job? I'm like, no. What on earth gave you that idea? Do not put that kind of financial pressure on yourself. Instead, here's a bunch of ideas about how I did this exact thing in my life, both 
how do I stop working for someone else and start working for myself? And then later on, how do I take the business that I have and transition it to the next thing? So if you have not listened to that episode, go check it out. It's on RHP. It's just for you guys. I want to make sure that I started right at the top and told you that. Producer Jack, how's it going? That's going real good. Good. Now, we started off Start Today episodes talking about the intention we were setting for last 90 days, and here we are at the end of October. Freaking wild. Question. How are you doing with your intention that you need to focus on your health a little bit more? I'm actually doing pretty good. Okay. What have you been doing? Smoothies. Green smoothies. smoothies Every day. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is that a new thing for you? It, well, not really. I was doing pretty good in Texas, but then it stopped for a couple, maybe like two years. But I now feel I'm like, back on yeah, it. green smoothies go on and off, to be yeah. totally honest. Sometimes I get really into it, like you, I'll just do it consistently. And then other times I'm like, if I have to have one more green smoothie, I'm going to green vomit all over the place. Mm. So what's in your green smoothie? Oh, this definitely. is a combo. Oh, wow. So I learned most of it from you. So Great. all my greens are frozen. Okay. Yes, this use, is the way. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't do this and you do a green smoothie, it's clutch. It's so simple. Yeah. Just get the spinach that's already washed, pre-washed, mm-hmm. throw it in the freezer, and then your smoothie's going to be cold, and the greens will last forever. You never run out of them. So, okay, you got yeah. your spinach in the freezer. I what do else? kale. You do kale. hmm is that not chunky in the smoothie? No. Okay. No. Okay, yeah. cool. So kale, blueberries. Nice. So good for your brain. Whatever protein powder I find. Yeah. I don't have a brand. Oh, but. I should get you a brand because yeah. protein powders can have a lot of garbage in them. Oh. If you're not making sure that it's like pure and not oh. filled with, yeah. Let's, I do need that I'll walk info. you through what I've got going Thank on in you. the house there. Yeah. Got so some that's flax good. in there. Yeah. That's important. Sometimes I'll either put granola or um, almond butter, whichever one I have nice. in the house. That's nice. Yeah. You add it into the smoothie over, or you top it with... Oh, I, I add the granola in later. Nice. So it's just a little like crisp like in there. I like oh, that. I love that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Do you do MCT oil? No, I haven't. Okay, you should be doing MCT okay. oil. Okay, I'm going to write this down um, in my notes. Yeah, I mean, I can take you through the smoothie drawer in my house. Oh, please. This is also <laughs> a big piece of advice, smoothie fam, is to keep all your smoothie ingredients together wherever the blender sits. So it's just as easy as possible for you to do it. If it would be all right, I'd love to walk you through my smoothie, Jack. Please, okay. please. Great. First of all, I'll start with my frozen spinach. And here's a new one. Do you Have you heard about how good for us broccoli sprouts are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about this that one time. Okay. But I need to get those in there. So I've been freezing the broccoli sprouts, same as the spinach. I wash it because I can't find pre-wash. I wash it. I dry it like on a paper towel. And then I just put that in the freezer just like the spinach. Same thing. Bing, bang, boom. We got the Mm. broccoli sprouts in. So I've got my spinach, my broccoli sprouts. I do a base of water. Do you do water or you do a a nut milk? Oh, I do almond milk. Yeah, Yeah, which is great. I just... I didn't think it changed the flavor that much, and I was like, well, it's just calories I don't need. So I do water, and I do ice because I like it cold. Oh, Those are my first steps. My blueberries are frozen, too. That's that's my ice. Nice. There you go. You got the icy stuff. Oh, I did forget to mention one thing that I want to say because you said flax, is my boo has taught me that if you're going to put seeds in the smoothie, like a chia or a flax, that you put those in first, you give them a quick blend, oh. and then you add the other stuff because 
I don't know if this is real, but he says that the seeds need to be blended a little bit so they're broken, especially with flax because it's hard for your body to absorb Mm. so that you can get all the nutrients out of them possible. So quick blend, frozen stuff, water, ice, MCT oil, which you all want to get. You get it at Whole Foods. Make sure it's in a dark bottle because it's oil. It's a whole thing. Okay. But you want the MCT oil because oil is what helps us with cravings, with hunger. So like if you've ever had an Alfredo sauce or you've had guacamole, you've had something with a high fat content, that fat lines your stomach and it keeps you satiated. Mm. So oftentimes when I was first having green smoothies, oh my God, like I wonder if there's even two people still listening (laughs) to this who are just like, why are they talking about whatever? The two of you who are still here, we love you. Thank you, Sarah and Becky. Thank you. So Back in the day when I started having the smoothie, I didn't understand the fat component and you really need it, whether it comes in avocado or you get it in your oil or you get it in nut butter because that will help you stay satiated for longer. That makes sense. So MCT oil for me, then I do collagen powder because I like the nice skin, hair and nails. That's just completely my own, you know, being full of myself and wanting to look pretty. So I do collagen powder. And then I also do a protein powder. So for a very long time, I did collagen powder and thought I was like covering my protein bases. Turns out I was wrong. So I got two kinds of powders in there now. It's not gritty? No. Okay. No. I also, if I'm doing a smoothie, I'll do a mushroom tincture. So I do some lion's mane. I need to start. Yeah, you need to get. I've heard so many good things about it. As a side note, I had an epiphany idea this morning. I'm going to tell the people who book the podcast. To get us Paul Stamets. Oh, my God. And I'm going to say, Jack and I will fly to him. Yeah. 100%. We will fly to him. Where does he live? I'll Oregon, drive there. Washington. Care. Of course you will. <laughs> I'll fly first class. You'll drive a van. But where is it? It's going. I'm pretty sure. Oregon? It's... Oregon, I think. Yeah. If you guys don't know Paul Stamets, I need you, for me and for producer Jack, to go watch Fantastic Fungi on Netflix. You're like, Rach, I do not want to watch a documentary about mushrooms. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. It is the most beautiful documentary, second only, in my opinion, to My Octopus Teacher. Have you seen that? No. Jack, oh my God. You have to watch that tonight. Okay. It's a document. I'm not. Jack's like, Jesus, please. You guys, I'm not even lying to you when I tell you that we are recording this Friday episode because we recorded one already and all I did was talk about documentaries and it's not solid Here enough. Here we go again. To be, no, I won't. I promise. I went off on orca whales for about an hour. I love orca and I will not call them by their other name because I think it's mean because they're not killers. They're just trying to eat. The problem is they eat the things that are sweet. We don't call them killer lions. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
But real quick, my octopus teacher on Netflix is a story of this guy who he happened to be a cinematographer. So that helps. And he was experiencing pretty severe depression. He lived in, I think, Australia or something. He starts going out every day and swimming in the ocean. And he, not with a scuba tank, but with snorkeling. snorkeling. And he like sees an octopus and follows it. And then every day for like a year and a half goes back and hangs out with this octopus. It is so good. Okay, I'm going to calm down. That's not my point. Paul Stamets. Yes. I've got it. We're back. I put a little mushroom tincture in. The reason I'm saying Paul Stamets, Paul Stamets owns a company called Host Defense, which I trust him completely when it comes to mushrooms. So I'll do a little tincture of lion's mane and cordyceps, which are really good for brain function. As I discussed recently, mm-hmm. it's important for me to try and sneak in all the good stuff. And then I give it a little blend and then I drink it. And the question that I have gotten most often over the years when I talk about the green smoothie without fail is, does it taste good? Absolutely not. No, it doesn't. It never has. I wasn't pursuing a green smoothie for taste. If I want something that tastes good, I'm going to eat tacos. Mm -hmm. This is like purely, I feel really good when I'm drinking them. I feel like I'm getting in all my nutrients. It's very light. Mm-hmm. which maybe this is a part of aging, but I just, I really want foods that don't, that aren't too heavy. I don't feel like I can perform yeah, at my best. Yeah. yeah. Explain this. This is something <laughs> I have only ever heard from you. I think I got it from a cartoon or two or something, but the itis is when you eat something that basically puts you in a food coma. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you always say like, it's like, Thanksgiving dinner and oh, Jack would be 100%. like, "Oh, I have the itis." I'm yeah. like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> Do you think other people know what that is, or oh, it's yeah, your own 100%. thing?" Oh, okay, I didn't, I didn't make this up. No, okay, I if you guys that. know what that is, will you please comment on today's social media post of this video and tell, "Hey, producer Jack, I'm also familiar with this term." Oh yeah, that'd be great. Because it's like it got to be an East Coast thing or something. Maybe I can't remember where I learned it. Yeah, I've never heard of it. But I'm trying not to have that. So I like to eat the light things. So you've been doing green smoothies. You're feeling good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you're doing for your health for the last 90 days? I got back into the cold plunge. I remember because Torque like tripped me up. So I stopped. But now I filled that thing back up. Great. Back into it. Okay. So how often are you doing it? Every day. Wow. When I'm up there. Yeah. Because you're in the mountains. Mm -hmm. So do you just leave it out and it stays cold? It's like get down to like four or 54 degrees. No. How long are you going in for? I've made it to four minutes, but sometimes if it's like 53 degrees, it hurts and I can't do it. But Wow. So one it. degree difference can really it's crazy. You I, I was like, that's not going to make a difference, but it definitely does for me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So you're feeling good. Yeah. yeah you look good. You oh, like, you got you. good energy. How did your film festival go? Oh, well, I was really proud of it. Yeah. And I think, so it's a saga that we've started to make. It's like we're four episodes in and then... I didn't get to go to the showing, but my buddy said that when I'll show I'll show you the video. But it starts like you don't think that it's a, a sequel or anything, and everyone was just watching it. But then it cuts to our main character who has a robot arm, and everybody recognizes that, and the whole crowd cheers. Nice. They're like, "Yeah, it's like it's continuing." But everybody loved it so much, uh, like praise. But we didn't win anything. But we got <sighs> nominated for absolutely everything. And we knew this would happen. Yeah. It's the judges. It's the ju- you mm-hmm. say this every time. You, you've been doing this festival for how long? 15 years. 15 years. Yeah. God bless. Yep. 
I love it. I love that you have this thing that you've like continuously. I can't think of anything that I've shown up for every year for 15 years. They interviewed us at the end. They're like, you've been doing it for so long. Why do you keep doing it? We're like, so we can hang out. Just me and my electrician friend. So that's like the other thing I like to think about is these teams that we're up against are production companies. And one of the teams had like four production companies on one video. No way. And people would come up to my electrician friend because he's the only guy that goes to the premiere. (laughs) And they're like, are you guys like a big production company? Like, he's like, no, it's just me and my friend. Just a couple like, buddies. Yeah, we're just, we just do it each year just to hang out. That's so yeah. cool. It's fun. You think you'll do it forever? Yes. Like you'd never not go. I don't think so. Yeah. I've missed one, but I didn't completely miss it. I still used my connections in, in the, you know, Hollywood and I got Leonard Nimoy to like record himself for <laughs> oh my, my friends. Oh my God. Yeah. It was crazy. Your Leonard Nimoy <laughs> connection. <laughs> yeah. You are, I, I, if I haven't ever told you guys this about Jack before, if you guys have a friend in your life, if you don't, now you do, it's producer Jack, who no matter what you're doing, Jack has some kind of experience about <laughs> that thing. You'll be like, oh, you know, that when I gave birth to my son, he's like, you know, it's crazy. One time I had to help a cow give birth. I was walking oh. by a field and I could tell the cow was struggling and I just, you, you know, the, the calf was breech, <laughs> like Everything you can possibly imagine you have lived through. I try. I saw this meme the other day of uh, Snoop Dogg. Someone had taken a bunch of pictures, like imagine nine pictures of Snoop Dogg. And one he was like in the WWF and another he was like (laughs) opening at the Super Bowl and another he was like playing celebrity basketball. It was literally nine, him with Martha Stewart, just everything. And this person had made a meme that said, man, Snoop Dogg just be out here doing anything they ask him to. And Snoop Dogg commented on the post and was like, yeah, brother, it's called living your life. You should try it sometime. Oh, and that's I was rad. like, yes, <laughs> Snoop, Snoop a dupe. Go Snoop. It's such a good reminder to like, I don't know, try stuff, yeah. do stuff, say yes to things. Someone invites you to something. You're like, I don't know anything about bocce ball. What if bocce ball is about to be your most favorite thing? Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about the extreme challenge that I signed up for next year? Which one? It, so exactly. Many. <laughs> you're right. Exactly. More on this later, guys. But I am doing... <laughs> even saying it out loud is pretty insane. So 29029, which I've talked about before. It's the Everesting Challenge. I've done it twice. They sent out an email and they were like, we have a new challenge. And I was like, do 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 Enneagram three, what do you want me to do? Because once I've done something, I'm like, I did that, right? I've run a marathon. I, mm-hmm. Okay, cool. But if it's something I haven't done, that is very interesting. So their new challenge is called, I don't even know, something fabulous. The path, the trail, the something. Ooh. It's a mountain marathon. Okay, so you're running a marathon in the mountain. Three days in a row. So it's three marathons <laughs> in the mountains, three days in a row. So, wait, so, so it's essentially an, 20... ultra, it's an ultra marathon. Oh. Yeah. So a marathon is 26 miles, 26.2. Do that each day? Each day for three days. Uphill? Uphill, downhill, Ugh. cross a mountain over a rock. I don't know. But I saw it and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I've always fantasized about running an ultra and this feels like the way to do it because you have night, the nights you're off, right? 
So you got to like get through a marathon during the day and then you sleep at night as opposed to an ultra where you just like go run 100 miles and you can't stop. This feels like a good idea. So I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even going to lie, you guys. I reached out because I know the whole crew. I've done it several times. A lot of my, I have a couple of friends who own the company, Jesse Itzler and Colin O'Brady. I sent a group text and I'm like, boys, I have paid for this thing every time I've done it. My own money, I've I've done it. And I want you to hook me up. (laughs) I I just want in. I want in. And a t-shirt. I just give me it. Yeah, give me a t-shirt, obviously. But like, let me do this thing. And they're like, absolutely. Like, we got you. And I have this crazy idea. This isn't until October of 2024. So we got a year. But I have a crazy idea to like get a team. <laughs> like start today. I mean, I I wasn't even going to like talk about this yet because it's so far from now. But can I just like put this in the back pocket, in the back of your minds? It's insane. But would any of you allegedly do this thing with me? There have to be people in this oh, community yeah. who like, I've seen y'all. I've seen your running pictures. You're doing marathons. Have any of you ever wanted to do an ultra? And if you wanted to do an ultra, would you do this one? Hypothetically. Wow. Don't make any moves. I'm going to see if I can get some kind of code for us or whatever. But I was like, I bet I could get. Because when I did the Everest challenge the first time, so many people listened to that podcast episode and then signed up. Oh, right. And when I went back the second time, people were like, oh, my, we're here because of you. Like, we dreamed about this. So I know y'all are there. Just think about it. And you don't have to run it. I think you have 12 hours to complete 26 miles. Oh, that's Anybody right. could do that. Yeah. Now, can you do it three days in a row? We're about to find out. What kind of elevation are we talking about? I don't do know. You know. It's in Lake Tahoe. Oh, so you're up there. Yeah. So I don't know what that means. You can come train on my mountain. Okay. Get that altitude. Yeah, get that altitude that Mm -hmm. I need. Okay. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. So that's my big thing for next year. Well, two. I have two big challenges for next year. I've got that at the end of the year, and then the middle of the year, I'm finishing the Camino. Oh, rad. Yeah. Kids are going to camp, doing exactly what I did, trying to finish it. Are you going to go to like where you stopped? Exactly where I stopped. stopped? Same hotel, like the whole thing, going to stay in the exact same spot and keep going from there. You get that cheese again? Oh, my God, the (laughs) cheese, Jack. You should come along, shoot it, just shoot the footage, but just for the cheese. Actually, you would be, you would enjoy the Camino a lot. You you just walk, you walk a long time, but you walk and eat cheese. What's not to love? What's not to love? (laughs) On the Camino, there's like, you get a passport. Did I tell you about this? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, so every little village you go to, you have to get your passport oh, stamped. Cool. And it's how you prove that you walk the whole That's thing. That's awesome. So their only rule is for it to be official because you get to the end of it and then like the archbishop or something like stamps it like you did the whole Sick. thing. So their only rule is that the last hundred kilometers all have to be done within... A month. There's some like specific time frame. So you can take it in chunks as long as the last part. Oh, no, I'm lying to you. That the last part you have to walk. 
I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm, you know what? Nobody listened to me about how something's got to happen. Something's got to <laughs> happen at the end. So gotcha. I am, even though I'm doing it over, spread out over time, it's still legit is all I'm trying That's to say. That's so cool. I yeah. like that passport thing. Yeah. I've got that for the national parks around the country. Have you seen the water bottle? Mm. Oh, yeah. With the stickers? I need that. I do too. Mm-hmm. Whoever makes those, you should send them to us. We'll yeah. put them. I mean, it's maybe the national parks. Do you follow the national parks on social media? Some of them. Like One they of the best of accounts that exists. Honestly, start today on Instagram follows like eight accounts and one of them is the oh, national parks because they're so fun. Whoever does their social is really hilarious, like making fun of people who get run over by Buffalo by <laughs> trying to take a selfie. Their website's not so good, but their socials yeah, on point. Yeah. yeah. How many national parks have you been to? Oh, it's got to be like including memorials and all that stuff. I don't even know. It's a big thing, though, for you guys. Yeah. We've, we keep the passport in the van. Nice. And we go there. During COVID, it sucked because a lot of the things were closed. Yeah. And so I couldn't get my stamp. Which is, oh, dang mm-hmm. it. So yeah. I got to go back. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. You, the like, one, send proof. The one that I uh, just didn't really care for and I thought it'd be the coolest is the Petrified Forest. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be so sick. And they have, wasn't... like, three logs. But then everything outside of the park, I feel like these, uh, like... These They're stores went traps. and like stole all the, the petrified wood and brought oh, it to their shops wow. because there's more petrified wood outside of the park than there is on the inside. That's gross. I don't like that I'm at like, all. That's a, whatever. What's your favorite national park? Oh, that has to be Yosemite. Yeah. It's everybody's yeah. favorite. Well, have you been to Yellowstone? I haven't. Yellowstone's that's the one I haven't gotten dreamy. up there yet. I haven't been to Yosemite. Oh. So I'll go to Yosemite. You go to Yellowstone. Deal. Last year, I went to Yellowstone for my birthday. And I think I told you about this, but it's worth sharing with you guys again, because maybe someone listening to this has an in. Last year for my birthday, I accidentally went to Montana (laughs) during the weekend of one of the greatest things I did not know existed. It's something called ski joring. Ski joring. I didn't tell you about this. I don't think so. Oh my gosh, you guys. Ski joring and I hope I'm saying it right, is where imagine someone who's going to be in a rodeo riding a horse, okay? So they've got like a special outfit on, the horse is decked out. They're riding a horse as fast as they can, carrying a rope. The rope is behind them being held by someone on skis. And I mean, look it up on your computer if you can. S-K-I-J-O-R-I-N-G. The person on skis is also wearing a fabulous outfit and they are going over. uh, Yeah. Yeah. He's already laughing. They're going over like jumps and dips and spins and while being pulled by a horse that is going as fast as a horse is capable of running. So when we're heading up to go to Montana, everybody's like, are you going ski joring? You going to ski joring? And we're like, What? And we kind of thought, well, that might be interesting to see a horse pulling a skier. But everybody we saw the whole weekend kept saying, you have to go. It's so much fun. I would argue that ski joring in Big Sky, Montana is one of the best weekends you can have in your life. It was so fantastic. It was so fun. They have announcers. There's fire, pyrotechnics. There's food. There's It was... 
I'm there. It was the best. I'm competing. And I have Googled ski during Big Sky Montana 2024 25 times because I'm trying to figure out the next weekend so I can oh, plan yeah. a trip. So that's my advice. I'm all about this. But you should go when they're ski drawing and then you go up to Yellowstone. Okay. We got to see bald eagles when we were at Yellowstone. Oh, cool. It was all my boo wanted to see. He oh, was just he like, loves birds. He right? loves birds. And he was just like, oh, I hope I see a bald eagle. I hope. But it was January, snows everywhere. And I was like trying to manifest it. Like, please, God, let this man see a bald <laughs> eagle. It's all he wants in his life. He had taken 100,000 photos of every creature he passed that day. He's like an 85-year-old man in a lot of ways. They took a million photos, and then on the way out at the very, like, we're about to leave the park, we saw these cars pulled over, and I was like, there's a bald eagle. <laughs> and sure enough, all the cars were watching a little pair of bald eagles, oh. which was, they're not little, they're massive, actually. I felt very patriotic. Sing the national anthem, got <laughs> a tattoo of a flag on my chest. Yeah, it was awesome. Nice. Speaking of birds, I made, I think I showed you last year, my aunts had an owl box that they made. I upgraded it for them. Oh, added wow. a roof and like a, a porch and everything for them. Oh, so we're this hoping is they come exciting. Back. Yeah. So I remember they were like, here. they were watching that because oh, yeah. the owls had babies or? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Three babies. And yeah, that was their, they didn't watch TV for like three months. They, they just, just watched, watched the owls. Just Ugh. The, that's how I feel about hummingbirds. Oh. We have so many hummingbirds in our yard here, and they're not afraid of us, so they just like come and sort of float around cool. your face, and I'm like, I am one with nature. <laughs> oh, I wish that was a cooler sound than a rim shot, but yeah. Well done. So this episode is coming out right before Halloween, and I would like to tell you that my six-year-old daughter does not have a Halloween costume yet because she couldn't really kind of hone in on what she wanted to be. She kept saying, I want to be a pink witch. And so I was like, okay, here's a thousand costumes that will solve that problem for you. She wasn't really interested in any of those. And I can't really understand. I think she just wants to be a princess but wants to call herself a witch. Mm. And at this point, we're so close to the actual day that I'm going to try and convince her to just be one of the myriad of costumes she already has in her closet. That's a good idea. But Ford is going to be Bob Ross. Oh, that's awesome. Which is awesome. the cutest <laughs> thing. If you guys don't know, my son Ford is an artist, and he likes to think that Bob Ross is his guardian angel. So he was like, can I be Bob Ross? And I was like, I am immediately buying you a wig, a button-down blue shirt, and like, let's go. That's so that'll so be really good. cute. Sarah and I actually just like started watching the originals. Oh, just like so have them calming. on in the background. Yeah, <laughs> so, so calming. Good. Like maybe we should get in the painting. Yeah, you should. Uh, do you guys celebrate Halloween? Like, will you dress up? We may or may not. She's on her way back now. I don't know if she'll be back in Got time it. for okay. Halloween. But next year, I'm turning the van into a tiny Halloween or a yes. haunted house. Haunted house. Yeah, yes. Up on the mountain, they do a trunk or treat. Yeah, that's cool. And so I, I've already got it planned out. You got it's going to be great. Well, we're actually, we have to shoot a podcast episode on Halloween. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So should we come in costume? I think Would that so. be weird for our guest? <laughs> <laughs> should we let him know? <laughs> <laughs> he comes in like totally normal clothes and we're like fully decked out. You should feel but, free, Jack. Okay. Because it's Halloween and it's Friday, and on Fridays we have fun. There it is. Oh, that won't stop. 
My, They're real into it. Wow, that was a long <laughs> one. Uh, apparently, Jack has some Halloween trivia for today's episode of Can You Beat Rach? We need like a song. You yeah. used to compose song. Can you yeah. like make a song for oh, the yeah. intro to Can You Beat Rach or whatever we want to call this uh, trivia yes, trivia moment? All right, guys, this is Halloween trivia, how we're going to play. Jack's going to ask the question. You're going to have a couple seconds to answer before I blurt it out. What vegetable was once thought to have supernatural powers on Halloween? What vegetable was thought to have supernatural powers? Pumpkin seems too obvious, so that's wrong. Garlic? No. Because it keeps the vampires away? Oh, wait, a vegetable. A vegetable that has supernatural powers. I don't know. Cabbage. What what did people think happened with cabbage? Isn't that a New Year's thing too? No, that was black eyed peas. Oh. Unless cabbage is also a New Year's thing. Uh-huh. All right, this I is, think it's a Polish thing. This is news to me. Okay, so cabbage apparently comes alive on Halloween. This is your friendly reminder from Auntie Ray Ray. If you have not yet watched Hocus Pocus, this is the time. It's if you're getting this on a Friday, what a perfect thing. Get cozy. Put on some Christmas pajamas because you can get on the couch and watch Bette Midler in the performance of a lifetime. Second only to Beaches, obviously. We've watched Hocus Pocus 10 times already. Oh, good. And Noah calls me in every time to tell me. She's like, Mommy, it's your favorite part, which is when they perform. Oh. And Bette Midler. They were like, we have Bette Midler. Obviously, we have to do a song. Have you ever seen Hocus Pocus? Are you kidding? Okay, I'm just making oh. sure. So you know that like the other band's performing and they're doing I Put a Spell on You, mm-hmm. and then Bette Midler's like, I put a spell on she you. She kills it. She kills it. Okay, that's your My reminder. My favorite part is when she gets on a vacuum and yeah, flies with that. Yeah, yes. Kill me. Kathy kills me every Jimmy. time. Fantastic. <laughs> Carrying on, Halloween trivia number two. All right. How did early New Englanders protect their homes from evil spirits? They... Oh, wow. Did they, like, paint the doorstop or something? No, this is... It's very weird. Oh, gosh. It feels like some kind of weird Puritan BS. Burn a witch. Protect your home. Weird. Okay, okay. They prayed? No. Salt? No. Okay, I have they no idea. They hid their shoes in the walls. What did that do? You know, we got to do some more research on that. Yeah, we need some backstory. Yeah. They hid their shoes in the walls. Wow. All right. Let's see. We'll, we'll do an easy one. Yeah, I need I need an easy one. I am failing big time. What do you call a group of witches? A coven. There you go. Good. Ding ding. Um, I could have made I could have made like ten jokes on that one. <laughs> Dang it. Are pumpkins technically a fruit or a vegetable? They are technically a fruit. Very good. I because had no idea. there's a reason. There's a thing. What is it when it's it's like the seeds are on the inside. or No, that doesn't make sense. Have to do with a tree? No. No, they're <laughs> fine. We're the worst. Why would we ever try and have a trivia? God. Becky, Susan, thank you for still being here. Both of you, we appreciate it. All right, guys. We are terrible at Halloween trivia. We're terrible at all trivia, but we appreciate every single one of you who is still here. Hopefully, we added a little bit of lightness or at least... Just some calming background noise like a Bob Ross show. We'll be back on Monday with more conversation. Remember, until then, that I love you. 
producer Jack loves you, and we're rooting for you. The Start Today podcast is hosted and produced by Rachel Hollis. Executive produced by Jack Noble. Audio editing by Andrew Weller. It is part of the 3% Chance Network.